0: and welcome to another episode of The Mediocre Writer. I'm your host, Michael, and today we're talking about the dreaded rewrite. I did an episode last year about the revision process, but for this episode, I wanted to focus specifically on the second draft of your story, as this is the hardest part of the writing process, at least for me. I'm also currently going through a rewrite, so the information is very fresh in my head. I don't have an end-all, be-all strategy for getting through it, but I'll give you some tips and advice from my experience, to help you navigate this part of the process. So why is the second draft so difficult? Usually you hear people complaining about the first draft, and while that's definitely a challenge too, I've found first drafts generally get easier the more experience you have. They're more of an obstacle for new writers who haven't gone through this process before. Once you have gone through it, you get pretty good at switching off that internal editor and just letting the ideas flow. On the rewrite, however, you have to switch that editor back on, and suddenly it becomes an entirely different ballgame. That story that you spent weeks or months writing suddenly becomes this big, somewhat disorganized puzzle filled with plot holes, cliches, unfulfilling character arcs, and scenes that on rereading might seem a little bit boring. This doesn't reflect on you at all as a writer, so please don't be discouraged if your manuscript isn't what you thought it would be at the start. This simply means that you successfully got through your first draft, and that's a big accomplishment, especially if you did it efficiently enough so that you didn't stop on any of these plot holes and second-guess yourself along the way. You got your template and that was the mission. And now it's time to start chiseling it down into its best form. So how do you tackle the second draft? Well, I call the second draft the rewrite for a reason. I think the best way to approach it is to start with a blank document and rewrite the entire story. It sounds inefficient, I know, but I found many writers, including myself, who use this process. And here's two reasons why. 1. Your first draft is terrible. And if you go back and just edit line for line, you'll marry yourself to the material that you already wrote in your first draft, or what I prefer to call it, your vomit draft. And I equate this to literally spraying Febreze over your vomit. It may make it less disgusting, but it's it's still vomit. Two, now that you've made a first pass at your material, you have a clear roadmap in your mind from the beginning to the end of your story. So when you rewrite, you can use that knowledge to make each element and section of your story significantly better. Hopefully now I've convinced you to open up a new Word doc and start from scratch. This doesn't mean you should toss your first draft, as it will still be a valuable resource for you going forward, and I advise you to keep looking back and checking it if you feel like you're getting lost at any point in the second draft. But for right now, let's take a deep breath and face the blank page one more time. But before we do that, let's build a roadmap to help us navigate the second draft. Like I said, the internal editor is on now, so we need to be much more analytical in our approach this time. So I'm going to walk you through the steps that I take to make my rewrite superior to my first draft. Step one, give yourself space. Distance yourself from the manuscript for a while. I've talked about this in my revisions episode, so I won't beat it over the head here, but I do recommend that you put your work on the shelf for about four to eight weeks, enough time to hopefully work on something new so that when you return to this previous draft, you are much less married to the material and you can be much more open to making changes. Step number two, the sticky note. This is my favorite one. When you're ready to return, I want you to do one thing for me before you dive back in. Meditate. Meditate on your story. I say this because when you go back, you will probably dislike much of what you've written and start making changes faster than you can process them, and that's normal. What I want you to do before you dive in and do all that and get yourself lost is meditate on what this story is really about. Go back to the beginning of your entire writing process and ask yourself, Why you put pen to paper in the first place? Why did this story idea speak to you? What happened in your life that may have inspired it? Whatever your reasons are, I want you to write them down on a sticky note and stick it below your monitor. From here on out, this will be your mission statement, and it will also be your guiding light. So anytime you get lost in the rewrite, and you will, you look back at this sticky note and let it reorient you into where the story needs to go and what the story is truly about. Step number three, the read-through. I handle my read-throughs a little bit differently than others. I'm not a fan of reading my first draft cover to cover like other writers, though. I think there is definitely merit in that, and I wouldn't discourage you from doing the same. I'm simply giving you my strategy that works best for me. For me, I prefer a gentle skim through the material. The reason being, and this may just be a Michael thing, so don't take it to heart, but reading through it line for line will remarry me to the material, which is the very thing I'm trying to avoid and it makes it harder for me to distance myself and make changes. I prefer what I call the skim and bullets method, and yes, I just made that name up, but I think it fits nicely. The skim and bullets method is where I skim through the manuscript pretty quickly and write a beat outline of what I find. The beat outline is just a short two to three page document of bullet points that highlight the major developments of the story. I could spend an entire episode talking about beat outlines, so I won't go too deep into it here, but essentially this is where you track every significant character development, plot development, major reveal or point of significant exposition, etc. I can usually break down each scene or chapter into one or two of these points, sometimes more if they're a really pivotal moment. What I come out with is a roadmap of my story that's easy to navigate and easy to understand. Much easier than trying to search through hundreds of pages of manuscript for the information that I need about my story. Step four, revise the roadmap. Look at your bullet points. I call them beats. Now look at your sticky note. Do they match? Does the protagonist fulfill what you wanted them to fulfill by the end of your story? Does the way these beats play out feel as impactful as the story idea you originally started with? Probably not, but there's going to be potential, I promise you. Before you start rewriting the manuscript, rewrite this beat outline. Ask yourself, do all these scenes need to be here to fulfill what's on your sticky note? How can information be condensed? Are any of these beats irrelevant? Are any of them boring? If so, what can make them more interesting? This is your chance to brainstorm, and if you come out of this process with a better roadmap, your rewrite will be much easier. Step five, actually writing. Okay, so now we can return to the blank page. When you do, Use all the information you gathered from your first draft, your beat outline, and your sticky note to charge into a much stronger second draft. It won't take much. I promise once you get to typing, you're going to start thinking to yourself, oh, wow, this is much better. It still won't be perfect, but that's okay. Your subsequent drafts are where you can polish the story and you won't need to rewrite these subsequent drafts unless you really want to. I usually find the second draft is the perfect template for me to go back and just do line edits and things like that. A professor of mine taught me a very important lesson that helped me navigate my rewrites, so I hope this lesson helps you too. She said, if you have a problem in Act 3, it means there was a problem back in Act 1. Anything that's left messy, unfulfilling, confusing, etc. happened because it was not properly set up. This lesson greatly informed my previous rewrite, in which I spent probably 70% of my time rewriting the first act over and over and over again before I finally moved on. Once I had really homed in on the central idea of my story that was on the sticky note, I was able to tackle the rest of the script with ease, because everything falls into place when Act 1 works. That's why I encourage you to spend a great deal of time in Act 1, and rewrite and restructure it multiple times before moving on. And use your beat outline to inform your choices. What problems are you noticing in your later acts, and where do those problems stem from in Act 1? These are the first changes you need to make to have a successful rewrite. So those are my steps for the rewriting process. It can often feel like a giant puzzle, so hopefully these tips make it easier to navigate. I have a few more general tips that you can use throughout the process that I'd like to give to you before we finish today. Tip number one, set goals. I'm assuming the majority of you here aren't working with any publishers or agents that hold you to any deadlines. So you need to hold yourself accountable. Otherwise, you'll make excuses to not face the blank page, and then the work never gets done. For reference, rewrites should typically take about four to eight weeks to complete. Any longer and you're procrastinating. I like to give myself the full eight weeks since I have a full-time job, but it is definitely doable if you set goals and discipline yourself over the time frame you set for yourself. And if life comes up, perhaps you have another project you need to work on or are in the middle of a move, have a baby on the way. This may be the ideal time to put the story on the shelf. Find the time period where you know you can dedicate the time. Remember, no one truly has the time to write a book or a script or any of these stories. You have to make the time. So set your goals and stick to them. Tip number two constantly ask yourself, how can I make this better? Much of what you wrote in draft one was just to get you to the end. Now that you're there, you can look back and analyze the beats that brought your protagonist to the end of their journey. Are these beats compelling? Are they useful? Are they economic? You'll find you can usually cut about 10-20% to 20% of what you wrote in the first draft, and what remains can be significantly improved upon. So what can you do to improve it? Ask yourself the following questions. What makes this scene significant? How much does it accomplish, and can it accomplish more? What's the central conflict taking place in the scene? As I've said 100 times, conflict is key to every scene. Is this the best setting for the scene, and do I feel transported there from the writing? Can the scene start later? Can it end earlier? Throwing a reader into the middle of the action and leaving them on a cliffhanger makes for much more compelling writing. I'll give you an example from a scene that I worked on in my first book for reference. In the scene, the characters enter a club one night where they discover not everything is what it seems. Narratively, this scene needed to be here. This was the turning point, the point when the villain attacks and the second act is launched into motion. But it felt dry, at least on the first draft. I knew I needed to squeeze more out of it. I realized one of the problems was that the scene took place in a very generic setting. It was a club, but there was nothing memorable about it. And it needed to be memorable because it was such a temple scene to the whole story. If people weren't fascinated here, I was going to lose them for the rest. So I thought, well, clubs usually have like a gimmick of some kind. If I could give it some kind of sci-fi spin since it's a sci-fi story, it could make it more engaging. Then I happened to see a music video with people walking on the walls and I thought that's it. I could send them to a place where they mess with gravity. It made no scientific sense, but it gave me what I needed to inject some personality into the scene. Suddenly, not only did the setting begin to stand out, but it created great opportunities for fun action with a zero gravity and fun and memorable situations for the characters to uh, be placed in. And so after the book was published, when I asked people generally what was their favorite scene, this is usually one of the ones they reference because it was such a standout because I went back and looked at it and said, I could squeeze more out of this setting. And that would be my biggest tip of all. When you go back and rewrite, squeeze as much as you can. Is the scene good? Okay, squeeze and make it great. Is the scene bad? Okay, squeeze, maybe even remove, and find another way to make it better. Whatever you do, just you need to squeeze. That's, that's my biggest takeaway. And one more tip for you before we go, join a workshop. I've talked about workshops before. I won't go to, into too much detail, but talking with other writers and having them read your work is a great way to get out of your own headspace and have fresh eyes assess your story. They can often give you insight into what grabs them as readers so that you know what elements to capitalize on, which ones are capturing readers, which ones are connecting with people, and which ones are probably the most personal to you. And they'll also let you know which ones might be steering you away from your sticky note and may not feel as personal. Remember, you don't have to apply every note you receive on your manuscript, but let the notes that you receive inform you on what might not be working. People will often identify symptoms of larger problems in your narrative. Hint, hint, things that you need to fix in Act 1. Look for commonalities in the feedback. If multiple people notice the same thing, that's probably one of the biggest problems in your manuscript. And lastly, have fun with it. These people in your workshop are passionate about writing too, and they want to help you improve yours just like your feedback helps them improve their own. Don't be afraid to ask questions, crack jokes, and be honest when you realize you made a mistake or wrote something that didn't really make sense. This isn't your final product. You're allowed to make mistakes in this phase. So these are my tips and steps for getting through the rewrite. I actually had a lot more to say about it than I thought. And if you'd like to learn more, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram at Ciccarelli Walsh. I have it down in the description below. I'm working on a rewrite of my next book now, and I'd love for you to be along for the ride. I'm The Mediocre Writer,